Joining me this morning, Black Trey, Rob Lopez on the ones and twos. We're going to run through all the results from last night and talk about the mess in Washington. But first, we're going to start in Milwaukee, where the Bucks and the Nuggets, their seventh defeat in their last eight games, 104 to 98. Nikola Jokic scores 20 with five rebounds, five assists. Giannis Antetokounmpo was amazing. 29 and 12, six assists. Eric Bledsoe throwing in 23, five and five. Trey, uh, it feels like the Bucks are a nightmare. Do you uh, agree? I, I think the Bucks are for real. Um, I got to give it up for Eric Bled's show. Um, my man, he's playing amazing on his contract year. I don't want to get too, I don't want to do too much praise and, but also not normalize certain things. I want to give people the roses while they're still here. Um, but he's, he's playing well. Um, but no, I playing like Kemba Walker, but I'll say that the bucks are for real. It, it's pretty impressive this early in the season for them to be this dominant. I, I thought that they would maybe start out slow with the coaching change and then kind of, you know, build up toward the playoffs, but they've just come out of the gate pretty nice. I think they have the best offense in the league and their defense is not too shabby tonight. They cause all sorts of troubles for, for the Denver, uh, offense. They were in every passing lane and it just seemed like they were constantly getting their hand on the ball. Uh, is there anybody who can match up with Giannis at the basket? No, I mean, it's at this point now where he's reached a tier of kind of like he only stops himself by making bad decisions where he's uh, getting offensive falls and unforced turnovers are just settling for jump shots and taking himself out of the game. Um, but yeah, he completely outplayed uh, Denver's front court. Paul Millsap struggled. Juan Cho struggled. Um, and not many guys kind of, you know, kind of added to that. I mean, Malik Beasley came in and did what he had to do. And same for, uh, uh, Morris, but pretty much these guys pretty much got outplayed and that, uh, that showed at the tail end, um, for the six point victory for the bucks. Uh, and then, so let's talk a little bit about Jamal Murray and Gary Harris. They they've been struggling a little bit lately tonight, kind of back to, to normal. I mean, still not, not shooting the lights out, but they combined for 31 on 13 of 30 shooting. Um, I feel like this offense has been a little clunky here lately where the guys just seem like they're more taking turns. We saw a little bit more ball movement than we've seen the last few games out of them tonight, but they've almost been better with Monty Morris on the court. Uh, how big has he been for them? And, and do you think that they're going to have to find a way to get him on the court a little bit more? I mean, he played 25 minutes tonight, uh, but maybe they see it bump up to 29, you know, get him, get him a few more minutes with, with some of those starters. I mean, he definitely will, uh, crack the rotation a little bit more and, you know, pester as a backup and take some of Murray's minutes. Um, but right now, I mean, I wouldn't get too crazy about it. They're still missing Will Barton, you know, um, and, and guys are still trying to find their way. And, you know, also guys' roles are growing. So I, I won't I won't hit the panic button in Denver. But, um, you know, if Jamal Murray wants to make the next step, he has to become a leader. Yeah. The one, the one guy I'm really worried about on that team right now is Paul Millsap. You know, he, he has his flashes where he looks great and then he looks old. And I mean, again, this is another guy that, that Giannis just dominated inside. I mean, Giannis was able to do anything he wanted when he was guarded by Millsap in, in particular in the post. I've just never seen someone manhandle Millsap in that manner. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, right now it's the inconsistency. You never know what meal sap you're going to get. Some days you're going to get the old glimpse of it, and then sometimes it just disappears. So uh, hopefully he figures out and uh, Space Jam 2 Aliens return his powers. Hey, guys, join us every Wednesday for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. Go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. Sign up, deposit 5 bucks, and get a $5 bonus in your bank. You can play with other B2B listeners every Wednesday. Shout out to last week's winner, Connor, who took home the victory in our special fan contest and who will be joining us on the mailbag later on this week. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash B2B. Trey, what in the hell is going on with the Washington Wizards? It just seems like they can they cannot write the ship. Uh, report came out from Candace Buckner today. John Wall and Scott Brooks apparently got into it with uh, with John Wall dropping an f bomb on on Scotty Brooks. Bradley Beal yells over at the front office that he's been dealing with this stuff for seven years. He gets into an argument uh, with Austin Rivers, who no one seems to like. Looks at Ernie Grunfeld and says, all of this starts at the top. And John Wall even got into it with Jeff Green. I'm not going to be naive to it. You know, I I have a phone just like everybody else does. So, I mean, (laughs) there were rumors weeks ago. So, I mean, it's not. And then I didn't buy into him. Now, I'm still not going to buy into him because if that's what my main priority and focus is, then I'm going to be messed up on the floor. It's it's not going to work. So, all I can do is. I can't control what I can control, and can't control him. But I can just uh, <laughs> just can just do what I do, man. Just come out, work hard every day, try to get better, and try to lead the team as best I can. Because uh, me, I don't like you said. I just let my agent deal with it. I don't all the the behind the scenes stuff. I don't like worrying about it. I don't like consuming my energy with it. Because basketball is my muse this is my place of peace this is my my happy place and if that's taken away from me then i'll be totally messed up like i can't i can't allow rumors and you know the possibility of you know being here or not being here or other teammates being here and not being here you know affect what i do on the floor so uh you know at the end of the day it is a business he has a job you know he's protecting himself he's protecting the organization and you know nobody can be mad at that uh, this seemed doomed from the start. Yeah. I mean, right now, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's pretty much a, a doom situation, but, um, like I said on the previous, uh, Dean is that these guys have spent too much time together and I think it's time for a change. John wall, obviously this, uh, yesterday, um, had everyone through the trade machine trying to make, find a way to move him. I don't think he gets moved because of his contract. He has a lot of money due. And then also that trade kicker kind of comes into factor. And I don't think the uh, the Wizards want to eat $21 million. Bradley Beal, on the other hand, possible move of peace, um, or possibly moving Kelly Oubre, and then finding a, finding a way to get uh, Otto Porter um, in this offense. Otto Porter should not be only taking nine shots in games. It should be noted that uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that the Wizards have – reached out to a few teams to let it be known that John wall and Bradley Beal and everyone on the roster can be had by a trade. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be moved. And I actually think Bradley Beal is not going to be moved. I think that uh, of everyone on that roster, it's one guy that you, that you have to keep uh, John wall is going to, like you said, it's going to be tough to move him. I mean, that, that 21 million 
trade kicker is just nothing to, to turn your nose at. It's a real problem. Uh, unfortunately it's going to be their problem if they don't move them. So I could see them maybe looking to take on another, uh, like maybe trade their bad contract for someone else's bad contract, try to improve the locker room or whatever. Um, unfortunately it, it just feels like this is going to be a blow it up scenario. Uh, you mentioned Otto Porter, who I think is just criminally underused there in Washington. He's a very good player. Yes. That $25 million contract is a lot of money, but I mean, Trey, I mean, if he winds up in Minnesota or new Orleans, you see any way he's not a productive player. Oh no, this is the thing. This is the, the part of overreaction. I think John Walker still play a lot of great basketball. It just happens that other players are playing and, you know, for example, Kimba had, had an amazing game again, um, tonight and pretty much, uh, I mean, like last night and pretty much, uh, you got to look at it as every night that someone does something great, it's going to be compared. So if John Wall has 19 and maybe four assists, that is a bad game compared to the guys that are doing astronomical numbers. You know what I mean? Like, so I think he still has a lot in the tank. And I think that the Wizards can win more basketball games. But right now, they're, they've hit a wall. And, you know, most teams have this. Now it's on them to be able to respond. And I got faith in John Wall to show up. But will his teammates respond to him? Because they can turn heel just like how they, how they can tune on the coach. But what about Otto Porter? I mean, at this point, Otto Porter has to stay healthy. And then Otto Porter... Um, again, that's John's responsibility to get his guys involved. Yeah. I think, I think Otto Porter is going to be a guy that's going to get moved and he's going to wind up doing well in the playoffs. And people are going to be like, wow, I can't believe the wizards gave him up for nothing. Um, big prediction. What, what happens with all this? How many guys do you think are getting moved? Uh, two at best, maybe two book it. Guys, make sure you check out the Basketball Buds on Tuesday and look out for our special Thanksgiving edition of the Mailbag later on this week. Snark Hoops is back, and they've got some video to go with it. Be sure to check out the BOMM podcast on its own feed wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Daily Ding, as well as all of our feeds on Back to Back, Kean Fahey's NFL Pod, The Interceptable, and The House of Strauss. In other action around the league, the Celtics lose again to the Hornets this time, 117 to 112. Kemba Walker with 43 becomes a sixth player in NBA history to follow up a 60-point game with a 40-point game. The other ones are Will Chamberlain, Pete Maravich, Michael Jordan, Tracy McGrady, and Kobe Bryant. So that's some pretty good company. Uh, he actually outscored Boston 21 to 14 by himself in the final nine and a half minutes. Uh, not a good look for Boston's defense. Uh, Kyrie puts up 27 and 11, and he continues to be the only real bright spot of Boston's offense. Although Tatum has come around quite a bit in the last few games. Uh, the Cavs lose to the Pistons 102, 113. Andre Drummond with 23 and 16, Blake Griffin with 21, 12 and five, Colin Sexton, not a bust with 18 and four, the jazz, they got to figure it out. They lose to the Pacers, 121, 94, despite Victor Oladipo missing this game with soreness in his knee. Ricky Rubio put in 28 on 10 of 13 shooting, but got no help. 
Donovan Mitchell only scored seven points in this game. Uh, Demondis Sabonis with 19, nine and nine off the bench, one rebound and one assist away from having a good game. The Suns lose to the Sixers despite their best efforts to come back at the end, 114, 119. Ben Simmons with 19, 11 and nine, uh, near triple double, and he still has not attempted a three pointer. Butler gets 16 with uh, by going eight of eight from the free throw line, which, uh, you know, he struggled a little bit with his shot tonight, but uh, that's going to happen from time to time. Embiid carried the Sixers with 33 and 17 rebounds. Uh, Devin Booker, the guy is a professional scorer. He puts up 37 with eight assists and had to do this nearly alone. I mean, you could definitely see his frustration down toward the end of the game. Uh, Aiton scored 17 with nine rebounds. The Clippers come back to beat the Hawks 127, 119. Trey Young had 25 points tonight and 17 assists. So his uh, fantastic court vision was on full display. Montrez Harrell, who is probably a top 10 center in the league this year uh, and definitely a candidate for six man of the year uh, with 25, 11, five steals and two blocks. The Grizzlies continue their hot start to the season. Beating the Mavericks 98 to 88. Uh, Luka Doncic with 15 and 10. Marcus Saul with 17, 15, and four blocks. Jaron Jackson also had four blocks. Mike Conley looks like he's fully back 28, 7 and 5, 7 of 11 from three point line. Uh, the, the Spurs drop a game to the Pelicans 140 to 126. Anthony Davis with 29 and 9. And Julius Randle had a triple double off the bench, 21, 14, and 10. DeMar DeRozan throws in 21 in a losing effort for the Spurs. And in the last game of the night, the Oklahoma City Thunder lose to the Sacramento Kings, the upstart Sacramento Kings, 117 to 113. Uh, The game was a little bit chippy. Uh, Westbrook looked rusty in the first half, and uh, his shot was definitely off, blew a few open layups. after missing six games due to injury and also the birth of his twins. Congratulations. Uh, he had 29 points on 25 shots with 13 rebounds, 17 or seven assists, excuse me. And uh, Paul George chips in 27 of his own and nine rebounds, but buddy healed with 25 points, including a, a late three to really seal the deal. Uh, and Iman Shumpert couldn't miss in the first half finishes the game with 23 despite Darren Fox only having six points on the night, uh, rough shooting night for him. One of 10 from the field. And, uh, it must be noted that, uh, Marvin Bagley looked fantastic with his first career double, double. And that's all the action from, from last night, uh, for black Trey, for Rob Lopez. I am Dave DeFore. Thanks for waking up with us. 